0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, he is back. A homecoming hire for BYU football's new offensive coordinator, hello again, Jeff Grimes. LSU beat writer
1: Ross Dellinger and John Beck weigh in on the Grimes hire and what it means immediately.
0: Plus, former BYU basketball star and graduate assistant Lee Kamard on how to beat Utah. It's the most wonderful Grimes of year, Jerem. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. We're doing it live. BYU Sports Nation, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Thursday, December 14th, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Sith Lord Historian, Jerem Jordan.
1: We are going, you and I, to see uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi this evening. I'm very excited. I watched The Force Awakens yesterday. I am ready.
0: Yet that has taken a backseat to the big news of the day for BYU.
1: Now we were going to have a Star Wars-centric show today. We have put that on the back burner, hoping to do it tomorrow because BYU hired an OC, man.
0: Yes, they have. In fact... (laughs) 18 days. That brings us to our headlines.
2: It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines.
0: BYU head football coach Kalani Satake, about an hour ago officially announced the hiring of LSU running game coordinator and offensive line coach Jeff Grimes as the Cougars offensive coordinator. First time coordinator. But does bring a wealth of Power 5 experience. Grimes says the following in a BYU release I am so grateful for the opportunity to work once again at BYU. It is a special place filled with extraordinary people and a rich football tradition. I want to say thank you to President Worthen, Vice President Richardson, Tom Holmo, and Coach Satake for having faith in me. And granting me this opportunity, he continues. I
1: recognize that with this position comes a great deal of responsibility to all of Cougar Nation. I not only welcome this, but consider it a privilege. My family and I are looking forward to returning to Utah and are ripe with anticipation for many great Saturdays in the fall in Lavelle Edwards Stadium.
0: Which brings us to today's Twitter question.
1: What is your reaction to the Jeff Grimes news? Use the hashtag BYUSN. At Dan Smith for BYU. Sounds promising. I'm interested to see what happens come spring ball, although I was optimistic last year, too, so I'll wait until the Arizona game to make expectations.
0: Who's going to be the quarterback in spring ball?
1: A lot of questions to be answered. Much more coming up on the Jeff Grimes hire, including an interview with John Beck and LSU beat writer Ross Dellinger. Men's Hoops plays Utah tomorrow. Excuse me, Saturday. I'm just so excited. I think it's tomorrow. Saturday in Provo <laughs> for the first time since 2014. The game's it's, uh, 11 Eastern. Uh, Late game, ESPN two and BYU
0: radio. Bill Walton is the analyst for that one. Unbelievable matchup between the Cougars and Utes. I cannot wait. This is the place. (laughs) Kyle Collinsworth dropped in seventeen points, ten rebounds, and nine assists. One assist shy of a triple double. He's been there before, playing for the Texas Legends in a one eleven one ten loss. To the Raptors, Collinsworth, over the last three games, averaging 19.6 points, 12.3 rebounds, and 6.3 assists per game. That's pretty hey, good.
1: that's what's up. And Colby Pearson is back with the Green Bay Packers on the practice squad. Pearson was in the Packers' camp in the preseason before an ankle injury in a, in a uh, game. Pearson is the sixth player from last year's roster to be in the NFL this season. This is a big
0: month for Colby. Had his first child, So and he's back so, with the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay,
1: this week, they're like... Hey, the return of Rodgers and Pearson. We're going to make a playoff run. Stop
0: it. (laughs) Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. A homecoming hire. BYU, as we just mentioned, made it official about an hour ago. Jeff Grimes coming back to BYU. The LSU run game coordinator and offensive line coach is the Cougars' new man in charge of the offense. From Coach Kalani Satake, In the press release, and I quote, I'm pleased to announce Jeff Grimes as the offensive coordinator at BYU. Jeff has great leadership ability and outstanding experience mentoring young men at the highest levels of college football. He has vast experience working with exceptional coaches and programs during his career, including here at BYU, and we welcome his return to Provo to oversee our offense. Who is this guy, and what is his backdrop Besides formerly being at BYU,
1: okay. So uh, first off, this is, to me this is as good a hire as BYU could have made for a first-time coordinator. Because listen to where your boy Jeff Grimes has been. Okay, he played at UTEP in the whack against BYU. For, in fact, his first two years he was mentored by a guy named Andy Reid. Oh yes, at UTEP, and then he played against a guy named Ty Detmer and company at, at uh, UTEP against BYU. Okay. He gets it. He's an online coach at Arizona State and Boise State, some good spots, you know, get some good experience, gratis and whatnot. He, he is a return guy, as you mentioned, to BYU. He was the offensive line coach for 2004 to 2006. The starting quarterback for, uh, you know, Jeff Grimes' offensive lines was John Beck. We'll talk to him
0: coming up. Then he goes to Colorado. Yeah, well, he used that 2006 season at BYU. To boost his career.
1: So then he goes to the Big 12. No, Colorado wasn't in the Pac-12 at the time. He goes to Colorado. Then he goes to Auburn. Gene Chizik. He wins a national title in 2010. The the Jeff Grimes offensive line blocking for Cam Newton wins not only a Heisman, but a uh, national championship. Okay, Then he goes to Virginia Tech. Frank Beamer, 2013. Not bad. Legendary coach. Then he's been at LSU since 2014, where, I don't know, guys like uh, Leonard Fournette and Darius Geis have run to great success. Jeff Grimes is not LDS. He wants to be back at BYU. He saw a BYU offense get to the 47-yard line one time in person and still took this job. He was making like 560 a year. Who knows if he took a pay cut, but he wants to be at BYU. This is as good a hire for a first-time OC as BYU could have asked for.
0: But how concerning is it that he is a first-time coordinator? We will ask John Beck, who has dealt with – Almost this exact same scenario while he was at BYU. Now, of note, Jeff Grimes was one of the highest profile assistant coaches on the market. In fact, at Auburn, Mack Brown in 2010 tried to hire him at Texas and offered to make him the highest paid assistant in all of college football. He ended up staying at Auburn. That worked out nicely. Won a national championship. But the names he has coached around and with, Dirk Cutter, Dan Hawkins, Gene Chizik, Gary Croton, Bronco Mendenhall, Mark Helfrich, Frank Beamer, Les Miles.
1: That's impressive. It, it's really impressive. And this, by the way, the f- whole first-time play caller thing, Cougar Stats with a great tweet. I think it was this morning, uh, last night. Uh, the last two offensive coordinators BYU hired who had previous experience as a college OC, Doug Scoville, 1979, Gary Croton, 2001. And then, of course, I add the rehire of Robert O'Neill. This is a place for first-time OCs. Jeff Grimes has been an O-line coach forever. Like, a long time, like 20-plus years. Now is the time. Dude's been in Power 5 conferences, has won a national championship, has coached first-round NFL running backs, you know, number one overall picks, like Cam Newton. This is a fantastic hire, in my opinion. He's been here. It's not like he's shocked by what comes to BYU. The only stark reality is that he has to shave the goatee. That's it. That's it for Jeff Grimes.
0: He also helps guys get to the NFL. Which brings us to our Stat of the Day.
1: It's the BYU Sports Nation Stat of the Day. Yuri's last offensive line draft pick was Scott Young in 2005, coached by Jeff Grimes. LSU has had four offensive linemen drafted the last four years. The previous three or four years before that was one guy. At LSU, you think like NFL talent, mostly on the defense side of the ball. But Jeff Grimes knows how to coach. Does he know how to call plays? Does he know how to execute a game plan? He will have to figure that out. Oh, by the way, hmm, hiring an offensive line coach from a Power 5 school who hadn't been a play caller before. Robert and I was that guy in 2005.
0: And it started off slowly, which is why, while I like the hire and I feel very optimistic about what is going to happen, there is no way around the learning curve that will happen for Jeff Grimes.
1: If I recall, in 2005, BYU was the top 25 total offense and scoring offense, so I don't know that it was that slow. I'm going to confirm that, but oh, BYU goes six and six, but the offense was just fine, if
0: I recall. They played a week back half of the schedule in the Mountain West.
1: Yeah, well, so they did in '04, and '03, and '02, and '99. Top twenty-five is top twenty-five. I don't care who you're playing.
0: I'm in 2012, saying, BYU played an saying, independent schedule as top temper, five defense. Temper your expectations and be patient with this. While the guys are have all-star resumes per se. It's just there is always a learning curve.
1: No, I'm with you, but it's not always that way. Things don't always have to take time. They don't. Some guys show up instantly, things change. And guess what? It can't get worse than last year. That was pathetic. It's going to be better, and it's going to be better quicker, in my opinion. Is BYU playing an FCS team in Game 1 and only scoring 20 points? No. They're going to have to bring it because they're playing Arizona. And Cal
0: and Wisconsin.
1: Yeah. Like, the goal for the season... Is to go to a bowl game. It's also to establish an identity offensively, to not be uh, you know average nineteen a game. So Grimes comes into a good position, but the fact that he gives up making five hundred sixty thousand dollars a year as an O line coach now, now, now in now. the SEC nine and three, we don't know what they are paying him at BYU. I know I'm talking situation, not just money. I'm talking the situation he was in. He gives that up because he wants to come back to an independent. Non-Power 5 school to be the O.C., a place where he's been. But I he's think, never been an offensive I, coordinator, I think and that's the draw. I think it's awesome that a guy in that position wants to come back to BYU. And again, not LDS. That means something to me, that a, a dude that's not LDS, that's been here, that's been elsewhere, that's tasted greatness, wants to come back. I think that's significant.
0: What kind of offense will Jeff Grimes roll out against Arizona? In spring ball, for that matter. Like, there is so much that needs to happen, and who in the world is going to be the quarterback? He has a lot to process as he comes in as the first-time offensive coordinator.
1: Okay, quick thought: What offense do you want BYU to run if you have a choice? An Jeff effective one, <laughs> Spencer. What? Well, some people are like. I don't care if we run the triple option. Yes, you do. Come on, no one wants the triple option here. I, I want. Yeah, I want one that's effective, and and it doesn't have to be pro style. And we've got to recruit a certain kind of guy. BYU, can BOA get the speedsters on the outside to hang? Probably not. They can recruit good tight ends, good offensive linemen, quality running backs, quality quarterbacks, wide receivers is never. Which is been why the Ty Detmer wanted BYU. to
0: run a pro style offense, because those positions are the ones that play into that.
1: So if Jeff Grimes says, Hey, we're gonna run a pro style and I'm gonna keep that idea going, is everyone cool with that?
0: I don't think that people would be cool with that, but it's his decision to yeah.
1: make. As it, well, it's, yeah, it is, but I'm talking about what we want. What we want. I Yeah, I'm with you. I want an effective offense. That could be pro style. That's fine. I
0: don't but care it, what it is as long as it produces. It needs, it needs to
1: be explosive. Like last last year and this year, not explosive. Boring. B, the Injury schedule. That's all part of it. Sorry, was BYU the only injured team in the country? Was BYU the only team with a tough schedule in the no, country?
0: No, but they were one of the most injured teams in the country.
1: I don't know that for a fact. Like, I don't know everyone else's injuries. I only know what BYU's was. The, the fact is that Jeff Grimes is hired. It can't get worse than last year. It's going to be better. And I I really like the hire. I really do. He was not in our top five the last couple of weeks because we didn't think it was realistic if no. BYU could get him. So guess what? B- credit to BYU. Yeah, Kalani's BYU ponied to. up. They paid the man. And got him. And got him. And we were hearing last week that Jeff Grimes was in the mix and a strong candidate. And the idea was there that that maybe, maybe he I, – I, I don't know what went down, but he was in the mix – the fact that uh, LSU already reportedly has the replacement means that this has not been a last couple of days thing. No, this, this has been, been going on for
0: a couple of weeks. And
1: it's been 18 days since Ty Detmer was released. How soon after did BYU get to Jeff Grimes, and how uh, was he the first option? When I'm interested in all this. Jeff Grimes was not in our top five. We did not think it was realistic, and BYU got him.
0: So, the unrealistic is now the reality for BYU football, at least from what we thought, Jeff Grimes is the guy, the new offensive coordinator at BYU. What is your reaction to all of this? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
2: It's Twitter time.
0: All right, here we go. At our Greenhaw, this is a great hire. Brings massive Power 5 experience. I'm also excited about the staff he is purported to be bringing in. That is a question that we all have, but... We're kind of lost in the moment right now of, okay, it's Jeff Grimes, Jeff Grimes, Jeff Grimes. At some point, we will be discussing who is he bringing with him.
1: That's important. Uh, ESPN's Adam Ritterberg, Rittenberg uh, says that Fessy Satake, the Weber State Offensive Coordinator, will be joining the staff. That has not been announced. We don't know any of the assistant coaches. But Grimes has been entrusted to hire his staff, unlike the previous staff.
0: At Scraggle Six, this is a great hire. He has the experience to turn the offense around. He is coming in hungry and ready to go. I hope Kalani Satake is looking ahead. I give Grimes three years, and he is on to a bigger job. It'd
1: be great if he took a bigger job. That means he had great success here. That'd be awesome. Coming up, we get the LSU side of the Grimes story. What do they think in Baton Rouge about Jeff
0: Grimes? And next, BYU finds its guy. And we go to our guy, John Beck. He played under Jeff Grimes. What does he think of the hire? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Nationally simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Our conversation is happening right now on Twitter and in Studio B. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation, hashtag BYUSN.
1: Men's Hoops plays Utah. I don't know if you heard about it. Uh, Saturday night, 11 Eastern on ESPN2, pregame on BYU Radio at 10 p.m. Eastern. Your boy, Bill Walton. On the call, what are his thoughts on this game?
0: Unbelievable matchup between the Utes and Cougars. <laughs> <laughs> Brigham Young was right. <laughs> this is the place. What is your reaction to the Jeff Grimes news? New offensive coordinator for BYU at Mad Cougar eighty six says this is great news for our running backs. Help the run game to open up the pass game, which is what Ty Detmer has been preaching. I hope Ty Detmer stays to help. Together would be dynamite. Hashtag BYUSN.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think that's happening.
0: Yeah, that's probably not going to happen.
1: Uh, the Detmer part. Sorry, not
0: the Correct. Now the grand part <laughs> is happening. Yeah. Also happening right now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline is our conversation with the former BYU quarterback, great John Beck. John, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, man. Hey, what's going on? I know that uh, that Orange County life is treating you well. Uh, How about this hire? How do you feel about Jeff Grimes coming back to BYU?
3: You know, I'm I'm excited to see what Jeff brings with him. Um, I had the opportunity to have uh, Jeff as a coach um, for the offensive line for three years of my four years there, and he did such a fantastic job. I know that the offensive linemen have always held him in very high regard. They loved him as a coach. They loved the things he taught them, the standard that they held that he held them to. They appreciate him a lot, uh, so I'm excited to see what Jeff is going to bring back to Provo as he comes back. He's a great man, um, does does a lot of things right, so I think it's an exciting hire, and just uh, let's see how it shakes down with him as an offensive coordinator now and what when, what are his plans.
1: And that's the big question, right? So what kind of scheme uh, will BYU run? Who will he bring in as assistants? But uh, the, the last couple of times BYU always put in a first-time OC, it's been a pro style, and it hasn't been maybe as, as uh, successful as BYU wanted with Brandon Dillman and then Ty Detmer. So, what style of offense do you think would be best suit BYU's personnel and maybe Jeff Grimes' experience?
3: Well, I'm kind of taking a guess at what I think he'll probably do. Um, and I'm sure this is a discussion that Kalani and the people that hired Jeff probably had as well. You know, they didn't just go out and get him just, just because he is who he is. I'm sure they had to have a conversation about the type of offense that he's going to run and. I would guess with the recent success that his teams have had that he's been a part of at Auburn and at LSU, U, I'm I'm guessing it's gonna be something in the spread attack with the you know, the run game being a gun run game. We we saw some variations of that uh when, when Anna Tanner injured his foot and he had to go back into gun, but I know it's not the staple that Ty was trying to establish at BYU but I think you're gonna see some of that um that spread run attack, um where they're going to have RPOs as part of it, and anytime you run that, and which for fans that aren't sure what a RPO, that's a run-pass option where you have a pass game built into your run game based off of the reach that the quarterback's making while he has the ball um, in the quarter, like in the running back's stomach area. So he's he's giving a run, and the plan is a designed run unless a key defender moves in a certain position, then you'll pull the run and throw the pass. So. I would bet that we're going to see more of the RPO game built into the offense that Jeff's going to bring with him.
0: How concerned should BYU fans be about the fact that this is another first-time offensive coordinator?
3: I mean, those are valid concerns because, uh, once again, we don't know who he's going to be able to bring with him. He doesn't have experience yet of being a coordinator, calling plays, coordinating an offense coordinating a run and pass game, um, making calls on in a pass game in critical situations, you know, working with the quarterbacks because Jeff's going to be the one that's going to be teaching the reads to whatever coaches are then teaching the quarterbacks unless he brings somebody with him. Um, but even then, Jeff hasn't worked in a position where he's been working with the person who's coaching the quarterbacks based on the reads that's going to be all a first-time thing for him. So there are valid concerns, and it's going to be interesting how that plays out. But I think, you know, and I've said this before in interviews that I've done, knowing the type of person Jeff is, how prepared he is, I don't think he's taking this job uh, unprepared for it. I would bet that he's been preparing for a chance to be an offensive coordinator. So in his time that he hasn't been investing in the offensive line, like in his off-seasons, in meetings, he's been preparing himself for this opportunity to be an offensive coordinator. BYU is getting the opportunity to be that place for Jeff and his preparation that he's been putting in. I can promise that.
1: BYU has hired, somewhat recently, an offensive line coach from a Power 5 team to be a first-time play caller. That man's name was Robert and I. And in uh, your junior season, he came into the program. You had to learn a new offense. So give us an idea of what it's like to be the quarterback on a team that had a no-line coach at a Power 5 that's a first-time play caller.
3: Well, um, it's it has its challenges. Um, I think that every game that we went into that year, uh, coach and I was learning things. You know, people people look at that season uh and they probably don't know all the things that were going on those first six games. I mean it was it was kind of like a, a, a test lab where we were, you know, let's do this, let's do that, let's tweak this, let's try that. It wasn't some offense that had been put together, had been ran and been kind of already gone through those phases we were beginning to push the flywheel trying to get it going and there were tweaks that had to be made so I you know coach and I I'm sure went through if you talk to him and say what was your first six games like he'd probably have a chuckle like man I learned a lot those first six games because I had never done it before so and it you know it was like that in practices um the coaches at times would say flat out hey I'm learning this just like you are well that's probably going to be a little bit of that as well this time with Coach Grimes, where the coaches are going to be learning as well as they're going with him. So um, those are the challenges that they face, and it's going to be a challenge for whoever the quarterback is because as the coaches learn a lot, you have to absorb information quickly, and you have to learn what they learn as fast as they're learning it. Um, And sometimes there's going to be some frustrations because things may happen on tape where it doesn't work in the game, and then they make a change after the game to get it right, and part of you wants to say, well, how come we didn't have this figured out before the game? Because that could help me just by getting that information across to me. It would have changed what I would have done, and that would have helped me be more successful. And that could be frustrating, but you just have to know that's part of what happens in a role like in a position like that. So
1: so looking at the 2018 schedule, which uh, Jeff Grimes will have to face at Arizona, Cal at home, at Wisconsin, McNeese State at home, at Washington, Utah State, this will certainly be a challenging first six as you mentioned, uh, in 2018.
3: It is, and I think on top of that, um, you know, I don't think Tanner's healthy for spring ball. I don't think Bo's healthy for spring ball, at least that's what I've heard. So you may be running a spring ball with the people that you're not even going to be able to have in the quarterback competition come fall camp. So that's going to be another challenge as well because you're going to be implementing an offense, but it may not even be with the guy that's going to be at the helm in the fall, which provides, you know, again, more challenges. Um, So there's there's a lot of challenges for the staff going forward. But I do really like Jeff. I'm excited to see what he's going to bring with him and who he brings with him and what's going to be implemented.
0: In the similar situation that you and Jerem and I just talked about, 2005 offensive line coach from a Power 5 school, now the offensive coordinator for the first time, speaking of Robert and I, now that it's Jeff Grimes' turn, what is a realistic expectation – for BYU football in terms of wins and losses?
3: Are you guys already going to the expectations? <laughs> December 14th. Already, like, busting out the Blue Let's goggles? go. Let's go.
1: <laughs> John, we guys, don't mess around. You know this. To, like, Is Provo already saying
3: 11-0? and 0? <laughs> <laughs> No, that was Jay Keeps in 2011. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Come on. Expectations. Guys, you know, the expectation thing can be poisonous at times. I think uh, – I mean, I'm I'm not even thinking expectations. I, I think now's the point where it's like, all right, let's have the focus be on like what's going to happen, what's going to be asked of the players, what type of offense is he going to bring with? And we have no idea who who the assistants are. I mean, are yet. So it's hard to gauge an expectation because I mean, what if Jeff flips the script on on everybody? Everybody thinks he's going to bring in a certain type of offense, and he's saying, actually, I'm going to do this, and I have faith in this, and Kalani believes in this, and. I mean, we have no idea what it could be, so because we have no idea, how could we ever compare it against what the other schools do? So um, wins and losses, too early to say, a type of offense, too early to say. I think, uh, you know, who Jeff brings with him, if he brings anybody with him, who gets added to the staff, who lets go of the staff, those are going to be the main things to kind of give us an idea of what could possibly happen offensively at BYU.
0: John, I just want you to tell me that BYU is going to go to a bowl game. That's all I'm looking for. That should for, be man.
3: the goal, right? Go to a bowl game. That's that's not
1: unfair, I don't think, right?
0: No, yeah,
3: definitely. I mean, so what? They need six wins again, right? So you got to have at least a six and five record next year. I mean, look, you're not bringing in somebody to do like hope that you know. I, I just hope that we can get six wins. I mean, there's always an expectation of going to a bowl game. That's been the precedent since lavelle has been there. They, you know, they had those years with Gary where he didn't go to bowl games, and unfortunately. You lose your job when you don't go to a bowl game at BYU, and I mean, look how quickly things happen for Ty. I mean, the team was, a—I believe they won eight games the year before, was it eight or nine games the nine. year before? And then, yeah, and then all of a sudden you have one season where things don't go well, they go historically bad, and all of a sudden, bam, sorry, this this train's leaving, and you're staying here. So, I mean, it's a hard position because that's the expectation every year, but It really should be. It should be the expectation. You should, with the resources BYU has, with the players that they're able to get, all that stuff. There should be an expectation of going to a bowl game. And I know that Jeff, if you, I saw a thing that someone posted. I can't remember if you guys or Criddle posted a thing on the bowl games that he's been to recently. So you know, Jeff is walking in here saying, "I am planning on continuing that with whatever team I go to. We are going to bowl games, and the plan is to be successful year in and year out."
1: It can't be worse than last year, so that's the good news for him. Also, I want to point this out and I did earlier, but he, he was op- on the opposite sideline of BYU, saw that offense get to the 47-yard line once, and still took this job. I, I zoom out a little bit here, and I look at the experience that he has. Not a, not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, has been at BYU. This is about as good a hire as BYU could have made, in my opinion. What do you think, John?
3: Yeah, I think that uh, you know, any time you cast your net in a coaching search, and you're able to include guys that have had success at big programs and that are, are not affiliated with the church, um, that's a rarity. So to be able to have a guy like Jeff be able to be in the coaching search, have him have interest in the job to the point where he actually takes the job and comes here, I mean, that's, that's a really big thing because I don't think it's easy to find coaches that fit into BYU, what the, you know what, what the school stands for, what the coaches have to live by, I mean, I can just tell you that first and foremost. I don't think there was many coaches at all that I ever came across to the NFL that would have even thought about coming to BYU just because of what they would have to give up um, just in their daily life. So to be able to have somebody like Jeff come in and have that opportunity, I think it's huge for BYU. And I'm really interested to see maybe who he can bring with him. You know, he may bring some people with him that may not have been able to – we may not have been able to go out and get unless you get a guy like Jeff. So I'm curious to see if that can happen. And then also how that affects recruiting. I mean, how's that going to affect recruiting when you have a guy that's sitting there saying, look, I'm not LDS, but these are my standards in my life. And I appreciate the values that I have to promise to live by here at the school because it helps me be a better person. And I'm okay with everything because I still get to do all the things that I want to do. There's no restrictions on my faith. There's no restrictions on what I can and cannot do with my family because it all adheres to my principles already. Um, and I love the environment and we're going to win football games and we're going to go play against big power five teams. So I think that that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out in recruiting.
0: John, the pleasure is all ours, man. We appreciate the time as always.
3: Yep. You guys are welcome. We'll see you.
0: John Beck on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline, Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. What is your reaction to the Jeff Grimes news at Mel and right? Tweets in. Ask me this time next year what my reaction is to him. Boring. No, you can react now. That's okay. Come on. I'm excited, and I said it earlier, I think it's a great hire. I just want people to be patient. Just, just give him time to transition Patience in. Patience
1: is overrated.
0: Coming up, did you know there's a big hoops game on
1: Saturday? Lee Kamara does, and he joins us to preview the match.
0: And what do coaches and players think of Jeff Grimes in Baton Rouge? Who better to ask than LSU beat writer Ross Dellinger. This is BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio. Nationally simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere. Women's Hoops plays at Cal. You can listen to it on BYU
1: Radio Saturday at 8 Eastern as BYU bounces back from the win against Utah tries to take down another Pac-12 team in Cal coming up Saturday night on the radio.
0: A homecoming hire is our big story of the day. BYU football brings back Jeff Grimes as the new offensive coordinator at BYU. Joining us now to talk about what Cougar fans can and should expect from Coach Grimes is Ross Dellinger from The Advocate, who is an LSU football beat reporter. Ross, nice to have you back on the show.
2: Good to be with you all.
0: What was your initial reaction to Jeff Grimes being hired away from LSU as the new BYU football offensive coordinator?
2: Well, I I had heard uh, of some, some rumblings of it for the, the past few days, um, uh, so it, it wasn't um too shocking or anything like that. Uh you know, I uh, I know the LSU tried to to keep Jeff with um you know, a contract boost of some sort and uh for whatever reason, uh I think probably, you know, the draw of being an offensive coordinator and going back to a place that he really likes, um, kind of superseded any kind of monetary uh, factor. And uh, so he's uh, off and on his way. And, and uh, in, the, in the shortest coaching search ever, LSU already has his replacement. So um, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a wild last few hours.
1: That means that this has been a few days in the making then. So what's your sense <laughs> of the timeline that kind of took place here in the Grimes hire? Because it didn't happen yesterday. If LSU already has his replacement uh, ready to rock.
2: Yeah, it uh this has been I think the I think the first time I heard about it was uh was from um someone over there in Utah kinda of tipped me off on it and I started digging around. That was last week, so it's been at least a week, um, that they've had discussions. But if I had to guess, it's probably been more like two weeks. Um but, you know, I'm not completely sure. Uh but it it's been it's been going on for a while and um You know, it it sounds like, like I said, it sounds like during the course of the discussions with BYU, uh, LSU did try to keep Jeff and maybe offered him some kind of different package. So there's been a lot of discussions and negotiations probably going on over the last week or two.
0: Ross Dellinger, LSU beat reporter for The Advocate uh, in New Orleans and Baton Rouge with us on BYU Sports Nation. What's the vibe like from LSU fans about the loss of Jeff Grimes?
2: Well, you know, it comes at kind of a precarious position timing-wise for LSU and for any college football team this year because of the early national signing period um, on Wednesday. And Jeff has four offensive linemen committed, uh, two junior college guys that are to the top guys in the nation. So, um, that, that is a little, uh, probably making some Elliswood fans anxious. Will those, will those guys still stick to their commitment? I mean, Jeff is, uh, was integral, I think, in most, if not all of their recruitment. And I think he's a guy, kind of a father figure type guy that, um, kids really love. So when, when, when somebody leaves like that, just a few days before, a kid's supposed to sign, you always, I think our fans always have thoughts of um, not getting those players in. Then there's the other part that, um, you know, LSU has a <laughs> tradition around here of juniors leaving early for the draft, and uh, 25 underclassmen have left in the last four years, and this year, it's the offensive line's turn. There's three of them that are draft eligible, and all three have requested grades, From the NFL draft advisory committee. So they are at least thinking about leaving. Um, when your position coach leaves and you're thinking about leaving, um, you know, that, that can affect you in a positive way as far as LSU fans are concerned. So there's, I think there's a little bit of concern here, even though LSU already has a new coach. I think there's a little bit of concern here. And it's interesting too because
1: you know one report said he's going to stay with the team through the Citrus Bowl, and then yet he's the OC and wants to get things going with BYU. So there's always uh, you know dipping your toes in multiple pools there, which can be interesting. So at at, at this point uh, with Grimes at BYU, is this a guy that, based on your experience, is ready to be an offensive coordinator?
2: Well, I I don't you know he's doesn't. Really, he hadn't really called plays here, so I'm not sure how he is in that department. That's the kind of the mystery, I guess, surrounding this whole thing. You know, Jeff checks a lot of boxes. He's a pretty aggressive recruiter. Uh, His players really love him. He's just great father to his children and his players, and I think he's well known as being just an all-around nice guy. And um, and but but he, you know, and, and. and he's known, too, for producing NFL players as well and being a line technician and, and things like that. The thing about Jeff that's unknown is is how he is as a play caller and game planner. I'll tell you from talking to some people at LSU last night that they believe he's ready. They believe he's going to be great. Um, they say that, um, you know, his role as run game coordinator, which really is just, Honestly, kind of a title. I don't think it comes. I mean, it just comes with the title and more money. I think that's what happened a couple of years ago when BYU kind of made a run at, made a first run at Jeff. Uh, LSU gave him that title and, and more money. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what duties really come with that title, but I, I will say this from talking to people last night at LSU is that, uh, he did make a lot of great in-game adjustments and he adjusts on the fly really well is what they say. So um, that, that's got to bode well for his future as a as a play caller.
0: Ross Dellinger with us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. In terms of demeanor and what type of a coach he is with uh, within the atmosphere of an actual football game, what, what do you know about him? What attributes can BYU fans expect to see from Jeff Grimes on the sideline when he's in the heat of battle?
2: Well, Jeff is definitely a thinker, you know, he's, a, he's known to be a pretty smart guy and he's more cerebral. He's, um, he's really calm and, and soft-spoken. Um, but, you know, when, when uh, things are not going right, I know I've seen him down there uh, and on the sideline barking at LSU's offensive lineman pretty good. So he can, he can do that, there's no doubt. But he is more of, you know, it does, it does make sense for him to be a coordinator in a lot of ways because he is more of like a c- cerebral thinker type of guy and um every time I've talked to him he he's been great to to talk to um and he's uh one of the honestly he was one of the better quotes on the team because he really spent time thinking about his answers, and they you know they were really good i mean they were always really good. you could ask Jeff um any question, and you were gonna get a really good answer because uh, he's, he's such a smart guy, and I think he knows what kind of you're looking for as a reporter, too. And um, he was always a great quote and um, explained things really well to you. Um, so, you know, he, he is more that uh, that quiet kind of thinker type of guy.
0: Ross, we appreciate the insight into Jeff Grimes, BYU football's new offensive coordinator. We understand what a loss he is for LSU. And uh, we, like I said, we appreciate the take on uh, the Baton Rouge side as well. We'll talk to you again soon.
2: No problem. Thanks.
0: Ross Dellinger on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. It
1: checks all the boxes. I like that. He hasn't been a play caller, obviously. We've talked about how this is a place for first time play callers. Why, why wouldn't it be? But a man who can have success here. That's great.
0: What is your reaction to the Jeff Grimes news? Hashtag BYUSN. Coming up with former Cougars back in the NFL plus more of your reaction tweets to the Jeff Grimes hire and Lee Kamard in studio to discuss oh, how BYU easy. beats Utah for the first time there since he is. 2012. There he is. This is BYU Sports Nation. Buckets!
2: BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
0: Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Our daily rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern, including our interviews with Ross Dellinger, who reports for the Advocate LSU Beat Reporter. What's the vibe like in LSU country about losing Jeff Grimes? And John Beck, whose offensive line coach was Jeff Grimes when he was the quarterback at BYU. Great stuff.
1: Coming up next, BYU basketball, Dave Rose with player guest Josh shear Hardnet at 1 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV. It's all, of course, on demand on the BYU TV app right now if you want to watch.
0: It's BYU-Utah basketball week. Oh, yeah, that. BYU and Utah play each other in basketball. And to help us preview that matchup on Saturday night at 11 Eastern, 9 Mountain Time on ESPN2 is Lee Kamard, graduate assistant, former BYU basketball standout, and... Uh D Salty. D Salty in the Hizzy. What's okay. up, man?
1: How we doing? Does it always have to go to that? <laughs> yeah. that right? Yes, yeah. we bring out nicknames
4: from a decade ago. All my high school buddies would be proud, that's yeah. for
1: sure. Lizy's lawn care service, we're still
4: waiting for that.
1: Are we any closer to that? We are not closer okay. to that. No.
0: Okay, to the important stuff, Lee. It's Utah week for BYU basketball. Uh what is this week like emotionally for the team?
4: Well we we, we it's Different from other games, obviously. The rivalry is back, um, but we have a whole week to prepare for each other. They played Saturday as well as we did, and uh, it's different. I mean, we just got out of staff meeting, and normally you don't have a couple days to get a look at some things that you want to do. It's just, hey, here's the game plan, let's put it in. But we're taking a look at a few different things, and, you know, it's, it's exciting. Is it good or bad to have extra time to prepare for Utah? Uh, on this side of it instead of as a player I think it's it's better but it, I think as a coach you try to not freak yourself out you know think of too many different things that you would want to do and just kind of focus on getting guys back to what we do you know and and doing it well and doing it hard um but I think it's good because the prep isn't this week it's been 2
1: years because there wasn't a game <laughs> last year so the build up to this game is uh unique
4: Yes, I mean, the Utah BYU rivalry is a great series and you know, been a part of Utah basketball for a long time and it's good to have it back and to have a week to kind of sit on it is it's good. And then Jeff Grimes steals the, steals the uh, <laughs>
1: headlights, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, this is going to be a BYU-Utah day. This is going to be even a Star Wars kind of thing. You, know? you going to Star Wars this weekend?
4: Uh, I will see it next week. Next week. Yeah. You're a little busy with something The the, the Grimes uh, news was good because it pushed me back, and I got to go see my son sing in the – school program. Oh, nice, morning, Lee. So it worked out good oh, for me. Oh, that's good.
0: Just a half an hour move? <laughs> it's Just a half
4: an oh, hour. Oh, wow. It was okay. perfect. Yeah.
0: We're here to help you. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you mention that, and then we'll uh,
1: accommodate. This <laughs> is
0: a family-friendly program, right? It's BYU too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lee Kamard with us on BYU Sports Nation. What kind of atmosphere do you anticipate
4: in the Marriott Center on Saturday night? I anticipate a good, wild, crazy night from our fans. I hope, I hope they turn out. And they're always good. Um, but I, I hope that a team coming in here gets to feel what we feel when we travel on the road in state. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure they will. And it's going to be a good time. I heard they're having a party Friday night for the students or something like that. So. And,
1: and Bill Walton's on the, he's. The oh, he, he, is he really? Yeah. Wow. Are you going to be distracted? <laughs> I will not be distracted. Like, what's he but...
4: saying over there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Get a rebound. please. Well, well, Come on big man,
1: <laughs> throw, it down. throw it down, big man. Hopefully he comes to a shoot around and can kind of interact with the team. Those are, those can be cool experiences. Yeah,
4: I imagine he'll be here for shooter on Saturday and probably maybe say something to the guys and you know, I know our guys will recognize him when he walks in for sure. Yeah.
0: What has been the biggest culture change and just atmosphere change from year one to year two for you as a graduate assistant?
4: You know, um that's a good question. I think that for our team, these guys don't get a lot of credit, but the guys that they just come in and they just play for for one thing, one thing only, it it changes the dynamics of a team. Guys like Luke Walton and Dalton Nixon and and McKay Cannon, you know, guys that – I put you in a Walton. My, my they're friend. here yeah. just to to help the team win, and they love being at BYU. Yeah. And that's those are pieces we didn't have last year. We had really talented guys, but we were missing a guy or two that just wanted to come in and get a foul or dive on the floor. And I think that's culturally the best thing about this team.
1: So you're a grad assistant, meaning graduate, like you're going to grad school. Are you going to grad school?
4: Correct. What do you, I'm, I'm in what do you a do public do administration okay. master's program, and I have two projects left to finish this semester before I start next semester.
1: So it's funny because you have school <laughs> like the guys.
4: Exactly. You're, you're, exactly. you're a student coach. They're right. grinding right now with, with their preparation for finals, and, and I am as well. <laughs> So do your finals start Saturday as well? I, I, luckily, right. I don't have any finals. I just have projects. Good. Uh, last week we had a few presentations and a couple classes and then a couple. Hallelujah for your yeah. sanity, yeah. and I'm happy for that. A lot of group work, and it's good because you get to use your strengths, and everyone pulls their strengths together, and you get the job done.
1: Do the people in your group know who you are? <laughs> They'll joke around a little bit. <laughs> a while, but...
4: they're, like, they're like us. So, they're like so 07, Jan, Jan, yeah. Jan Jorgensen's in a couple of my classes. So, oh uh-oh. He, he, uh-oh. He, uh-oh. It's a football day, I guess, right now. So he takes the brunt of it, all the coaches, I mean, all the professors. Hey, Jen, you know, what What's is the football? What's going fo-? on in football exactly. the whole semester? Exactly. I oh. just lay low and <laughs> do what I do. You're like 8-2. Uh, you can ask me any
1: questions you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, BYU is 8-2. And, two, and the, it's funny, the eye test and just perception kind of makes you feel like, oh, the, the defense is better, things, things are better. In your opinion, is BYU's defense better this year than it was last year?
4: I, I mean, I don't know what the numbers say, but I, I go back to those guys that they're just here to help the team win, and and on the defensive end, that's their specialty, right? Luke Wall, uh, not Luke Wall, but Luke Worthington. I team. messed you up. I apologize. Sorry, and and McKay and Dahl and, and those guys that they just they lock in and help the team as best they can. So I would say, yeah, the feel, the culture, and everything is is a little bit better because of those guys.
0: All right, Lee Kamard with us on BYU Sports Nation. Let's uh, grant you some karma for that bench life uh, between BYU and Utah on Saturday night.
1: This is the most Lee's ever sat on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) Never sat on the bench.
0: He's transitioning to a new role, right? All right, Lee, great to have you with us, man.
1: Yeah, thanks, D. Salty.
0: Thank you. I'm sorry that we keep going to that one. I don't. Sorry, (laughs) I'm stuck in in 07. It's
4: good stuff. I'm stuck in 07. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Our Twitter question today, about football. As Lee called it, it's a football day. What's your reaction to the Jeff Grimes news as the new offensive coordinator?
1: Coming up, two uh, former Cougar hoopsters have big nights in their pro team. They're getting paid to play, and they made it pay.
0: Is there anyone who doesn't like the Jeff Grimes hire?
1: Reaction tweets up next. Use hashtag BYU and tell us why not.
0: This is BYU Sports Nation. I like it. I want to hear who does it.
2: BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most.
0: Thanks to today's guests, John Beck, Ross Dellinger, and Lee Kamard. By the way, at Dick's Dog 27 tweets in, you need to call Lee Kamard Spider-Man. That's what the crazy mountain announcer would call him. I have fond memories of that nickname. That announcer loved him some Lee Kamard. No, that's a great nickname. He's Spider-Man!
1: We're not going to do anything that the mountain did, okay? All right, fine. Okay. Coming up tomorrow, Steve Cleveland previews BYU versus Utah. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar whip Around Football. UIU head football coach Kalani Stokke today announced the hiring of LSU run, running game coordinator and offensive line coach Jeff Grimes as the Cougars. New offensive coordinator, first-time coordinator, but a wealth of experience.
0: Men's basketball. Hosts Utah Saturday night in Provo for the first time since 2014. The game, 11 p.m. Eastern tip-off, 9 Mountain on ESPN2 and BYU Radio. Cougars in the Association.
1: Kyle Collinsworth scored 17 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists for the Texas Legends in a loss. Who cares? Collinsworth over the last three games, averaging 20, 12, and 6.
0: Cougars in the NFL. Colby Pearson back with the Green Bay Packers as a wide receiver on the practice squad. Pearson was in Packers camp in the preseason before an ankle injury. He's the sixth player from last year's roster to be in the NFL this season. Cougars overseas.
1: Volleyballer Taylor Sander had 11 points in Italy last night.
0: Jennifer Hampson, 17 points, 14 rebounds, and 7 blocks well in a Sydney Uni Flames win. Her sister had 2 more blocks than that and went over Utah. Athletics
1: News. He's in, uh, in 18th place in the fall standings of the Learfield Directors' Cup. The Cougars are tied with Texas, one spot in front of Oregon, and are one of two non-Power 5 teams in the top 20. Nice.
0: I'm trying to remember the name of that mountain... Analyst, He's the dude that said, that was from deep when covering we, Jimmer Fredette. We, uh, we ran we, into him in the elevator in yeah, Vegas. we're okay. We're okay, by the way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: remember his name. I, I'm trying to remember the coach. That was from deep. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Today's Rise and Chat brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. Who gets it today?
1: Uh, BYU for ponying up and uh, paying Jeff Gramps. We don't know what they paid him, but they paid him enough to make him want to leave LSU.
0: Shout out to the payroll, folks. Oh, so,
1: yeah. You guys. <laughs> go get your
0: guy. And yeah. they did. The ASB. What is your reaction to the Jeff Grimes news? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. Uh, what's the show without a solid Dumb and Dumber reference? <laughs> At busha 31 when you think BYU couldn't get any worse, it goes out and totally redeems itself. Amazing hire with the Harry and Lloyd gif on the uh, small motorcycle.
1: Amen to that. Also, that gif's always good.
0: <laughs> yeah. At Big Bluey, best offensive coordinator option, in my opinion. Has Power 5 background with experience in recruiting NFL caliber talent and scheming against top P5 programs weekly. Plus, he knows the why and the standards.
1: Now, he makes a good point. Is there anyone that would have been a better hire? Like if BYU got Daryl Bevel. He doesn't know the college game as well right now? If BYU got Andy Reid, that's not even happening. So it's so <laughs> stupid we're not even talking about. It. I brought it up. That's stupid to mention. This was probably the best hire possible.
0: Our elite tweet of the day from at Cosmo Cougar. Always like it when we can say, man. Ha! <laughs> You guys really beat us. Good game. And then we go and steal your staff. Hashtag who really won. <laughs> hashtag sorry, not sorry, LSU. No, they won. 27-0. Conversation continues
1: 24-7 on Twitter. Use hashtag BYUSN. Show on demand at BYUSN.com.
0: Audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jeremiah and Spencer, shout out to the Reynolds brothers.
1: Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars.